FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm T. Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. This is the Indubian Podcast, where morning drive time meets late night talk show, and we aim to entertain, enlighten, and provide auditory escape. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. Whew. Courtney, how are you doing? I am fabulous. How are you? I am on the verge of being run down like by a bus or a truck that is called work, but I'm here. I am <laughs> I'm alive. I'm feel like I'm out of breath, but I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> as always, there's always a bunch of like, um, what's the word? Um, obstacles that you have to hurdle over, mm-hmm. like like hurdles. And here we are. But yes, I'm here. Good, good. You got this. Got this. We got this. And it's a good time to have this because there's a lot of things going on in the news. But before we get into the news, there's a new thing that I could not wait to tell you about regarding Betty. The Betty saga continues. Okay, let's hear it. So last night, um, I am out and about and just hanging out inside the church. And then my dad comes in. He's like, are you um, are you like uh, planning on some kind of a getaway? Like, I guess maybe like a heist or something. And I'm like, uh, no, what are you talking about? And he's like, your, uh, your car's running. So I pull my keys out and I'm mm-hmm. like, how? I don't understand. And long story short, I find out that my car has already come with a remote with a remote starter. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's cool. How did you not know that though? I did not know that because um when I was initially getting the car from CarMax, that was one of the questions that they asked if I wanted to install a uh, a remote starter and I'm like mm, I thought about it but that would be more on my monthly payments and I'm like nah I'm good I I will just deal with it and up here in the northern states where winter happens like a lot I that is a beneficial thing to have so you can have your car nice and toasty before you get into it mm-hmm. so I decided nope I'm just going to deal with it like just every, like every other or most northerners and just you know brave the winter and warm it up then but the keys that they gave me were like custom they weren't like it's a honda fit they normally would give you honda keys but these were like custom keys Mm -hmm. and had like extra buttons and i didn't know what the buttons did i even pushed them and nothing happened so i'm like "Eh, okay whatever and i guess what happened is yesterday i might have leaned on a button or maybe pushed it in such a way that that's where I discovered, oh, this is a remote starter. I have a remote remote starting engine. How awesome is that? But also I lost like maybe a half a half an hour's worth of gas, perhaps, because that's how long my car was running. Oh wow. Yeah. And and I wouldn't have known until somebody came in and was like, Hey, you're, you're are you planning on leaving? What's going on? So, hmm. so yeah, that was a fun discovery. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. That was a... Uh, Quite, quite uh, excited about that. So, Betty still has some secrets to to to, to share with me, I suppose. So, mm-hmm. that is one of those things. I'm glad you found it. Yeah, me too. And and no one like realized it was just an idling car. I'm like, I'm just gonna just take away with this car. Right. Yeah, that would have been bad. 
So yeah, that is the, I suppose, the personal uh, new news I, I get to share with you. And I purposely waited to the podcast to share that with you because I was excited. And I'm like, this, this is a Betty story that other people you know, should appreciate. So that is why. Yeah. But it has been a very, very busy weekend. And normally I, I kind of like sharing things that aren't as like time sensitive. But then again, this is a pop culture podcast. So we tend to talk about things happening here and now. Mm-hmm. And uh, San Diego Comic-Con recently happened. And there's just been... Yeah. We weren't there. We weren't there. But and I'm going to tell you this because I don't, I don't know if we've, we've talked about it on the show before. But it's one of my goals to be there. Mm-hmm. And not just we've be... We've talked about it on the show. You've told me, though. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I want to be there, but not as a, a guest. Or not a guest. I don't want to put it that way. I want to... Ho- an attendant, maybe? Yeah, not just an attendant, but m- more so like a, like a panelist or, or maybe a moderator. Mm-hmm. That nice. is my that is my my goal. I would like to get to that that level of uh, mm, entertainment, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just putting that out in the universe. So it this will float across the earways or the the airwaves, and then into someone's earwaves because that is a thing, and um, they will embrace me one day. I'm like, we remember you. We we want you to be a part of our or Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe I'll start with the Connecticut one. They just, they just had that one a couple weeks ago. I did miss that one. I wanted to go, but I kind of forgot. So it's my fault. So we'll, we'll get there is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Just putting it out there and then it's going to make moves, start, sm- start slowly and start working our way to that national stage. Mm-hmm. So It'll happen. It will happen. But yes, things happened this past weekend. Mostly people just waiting for the Marvel panel because that seems to be the the hottest ticket to get into that particular uh, announcement room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So without even going into details, do you even have like a favorite thing that came out of just the Marvel panel? Oh, so much happened. Um, I don't know. Um, I was very so I'm not a huge Blade fan. Mm-hmm. Like I need to go through all of the movies, the 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 like the current Blade movies, um, again. But I was pretty excited about Mahershala Ali um, being the next Blade. I don't know why that hyped me up so much, but I just I, it just seems right. And Wesley Snipes really set the stage for the Blade franchise, and for really Marvel doing live action adaptations of their comics but i i don't know i'm really excited about that i'm excited about the eternals okay um i don't know much about the eternals but i'm mostly excited because there is a black death actress who is going to be uh, one of the eternals and so that's like awesome on so many levels mm-hmm. i'm pretty stoked about thor um I don't know how I feel about Natalie Portman. Is that her name? Natalie Portman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Natalie Portman coming back as the as the She-Thor. But I'm, I'm just excited about everything Thor um, <laughs> and what that director, 
Taika. Uh, <laughs> Taika. YTT. Yes, him. I love him. And so, you know, just whatever he touches, I just, you know, I want, I want a part of it. So, I agree. Um, and the freaking mutants. Yeah, that's all they say said. The best for last. That's all they said. Care. It was just mutants. Listen, that's all that I needed to hear. Like, thank you, Kevin Feige. Thank you. You're doing the Lord's work. Just thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. I, I liked all of those things. I believe Mahershala Ali is like, again, perfect casting. Mm-hmm. And you know that they take their time in picking mm-hmm. who they want mm-hmm. for these roles. Um, the Eternals, I know very little about. And I, I'm slowly like, I kind of want to stay in ignorance. But I think because it's going to be for so long, like almost a year until this yeah. movie comes out, yeah. I'm I might end up kind of learning some things like I already know already the black deaf actress whose name I do not have in front of me and I should Lauren something yes Lauren something yes she actually her character is actually some kind of regular white male but they right. changed it so like, I know super lovely. excited about that um Salma Sam that Salma Hayek's character I think is the same way or I think that I think so yeah was some some white male but now it's it's Salma Hayek and oh also Angela Jolie Angelina Jolie is is part of the MCU now which is pretty exciting it it is it is I'm pretty excited about that I mean they're bringing out like heavy hitters uh oh my goodness why is his name going blank Brian Tyree Henry like mm-hmm, yeah. he's now part of the MCU. Yes, yes, he, yes. He was in a, in a Marvel film last year but that is not MCU canon. So it's like he was taking a step closer and now he's actually in. What's what what was he in? Oh, he was in um into the Spider-Verse. He was Miles Morales' that's father. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. With okay, Mahershala yeah, yeah. Ali. Oh my god. Ah, coming full <laughs> circle. Oh my god. Oh, <sighs> Marvel is so genius. I just ugh, everything about it. Since we are talking about Into the Spider-Verse, there was this clip that was going around that I meant to share with you. I don't know if you've seen it already of just more how in depth this this movie is, where they were showing how Miles Morales is animated at I think I want to say twenty four frames per second or even half that. And uh, when you meet Peter B. Parker, he's animated in such a way where it just flows on screen, and they're showing examples mm-hmm. of each. And then Miles Morales's animation doesn't kick into Peter B. Parker's style of fluid animation until after he fully embraces oh. his Spider-Man-ness. Oh, Spider-Man. okay. I don't know if I would have caught that, but I'll have to look at it. I'll have to watch for it again. Yeah, I have to find, I'll have to find that clip and send it to yeah, you because do. my mind was blown like, oh my God, they really, like this, really. <laughs> I just, the amount of detail and the amount of attention to every single frame of the whole movie is pretty, it's pretty mind-blowing because they really they put all kinds of thought and all kinds of planning into this movie and it shows i mean it it won it won stuff (laughs) one of i mean animated movies typically don't win a whole bunch of stuff and and this one did and you can see why because they even now we are still i don't know if that would be considered an easter egg or not but it to me it is as as a as a creative person that is an Easter egg because you, as you create things, you wonder how much it matters sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. putting so much uh, attention to detail, 
how much it matters. And then like stuff like this happens where it's essential to the actual plot that you're working on. It's just, Oh, I love it. Right. I mean, there's that there's, um, there's notes about the music and there's, this is something I read a while ago and Mm -hmm. I, I don't remember if you've seen it, but I don't even remember the details of it. I just know that there are times where the score comes into play, like it does with any movie, but mm-hmm. especially with this one, um, when certain characters are arriving and it's, I don't know, they, like you said, the, just the amount, the attention to detail is astounding in this mm-hmm. movie that the fact that we're still learning things that they did. What uh, a year later. Right. And appreciating it. Like mm-hmm. you, you guys are, I, I cannot applaud you enough. Mm-hmm. The, the, creators of this this miraculous film um but yeah that's that has nothing to do with well yeah it does a little bit have to do with comic-con but that's not where the (laughs) intention um uh we one of our favorite youtubers uh new rock stars they have been covering some of the events or not some of the events but they're going like through each of all the marvel announcements Mm -hmm. they will be talking about loki which is Mm -hmm. a series i'm right i think are we both? I'm, I know I'm excited. I don't know if you share that level of excitement. Eh. Eh, right now? I mean, I'm, I'm there for it, but I'm not as excited as you are. Okay. I, I, I feel like I'm just, as, I was assuming that you were like another Loki fan. Like there's so many Loki lovers out there. Yeah. No, I love them. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Just not, not as much as you. Oh, Okay. Well, maybe maybe not yet. Maybe you have to see more. I do need to see more. I don't know what's going to happen with this with this show, and so I'm just like, you know, yeah, I'm here for it, but you know, they're going to have to wow me <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, I bring that up because uh, Eric Voss he's going to be diving into the title card, which has brought up some controversy, and mm-hmm. yes. I. Ha- <laughs> And I have this feeling that he may share the same sentiment I do. And I, I do not hate how each font is different. And, the, mm-hmm. and I explained this to, to you on a tweet that I think it's different because the concept of the show with Loki, he's going to be mm-hmm. going to different times, different um, like histories or not. Yeah. Different places in time and well, physically location. Mm hmm. And because each episode, I guess, will be on a different area, that that reflects in the title, and each letter is different, looks different. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like he's going to maybe, uh, like Eric Voss from New Rockstars may explain that, but in a more succinct way that will maybe. Make- so, so I'm I'm waiting to see if like yes, I am correct, and well, at least our theories will be similar. So yeah. that is, that is why, I mean, I have seen some other people design some other logos like boss logic has one and it's definitely by means. It's very nice, mm-hmm. but I believe they chose this with a reason. So we, we will see. But okay. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, I am actually intrigued about uh, WandaVision. Like, again, I have no idea how Vision will play a part in this. People mm-hmm. are going to say it's very weird. This is also another Disney Plus show. And because um, people are like, how is Vision going to be back? Or I thought he was like dead. But we'll see. Oh, spoiler alert. I mean, who hasn't seen Infinity War? That was an Infinity War thing. Then again, <laughs> who hasn't seen Endgame either? But not going to point any fingers because you actually did tell me someone recently who who hasn't seen it Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not going to shame them. I'm I'm just well. Because... It's part of part. Yeah, part, okay. partly my fault. But oh, okay, well, she she has a car too, so. <laughs> oh, well, well, we're we're gonna move. We're gonna move on. Yeah. I don't, don't want to, you know. Um, <laughs> oh my God, what was it? Um, yes, you did mention Thor, and today I did watch a video that told a little bit about how. Um, uh, what is her name? Not the actress's name, but the actual character, Jane Foster. Jane Foster, yeah. Yeah, how she actually becomes Thor in the comics. So, hmm. so they're they're. They're considering maybe that might be how they do it. But again, with Taika Waititi, anything he does, I'm just already on board. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. I just love him. I love him as a person from what I can see on social media. <laughs> I love his vision for just filmmaking and his sense of humor. It just, yeah, I'm, I'm down for whatever he, whatever project he's working on at the moment. That reminds me, he came out with, uh, he released his trailer for his newest movie, which I did not watch today. Hmm. Um, it's called, um, oh, what is it called? Jojo the Rabbit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the premise of it, but I do know it's it's written and directed by him. I think he's also starring in it, in it as Hitler. Mm-hmm. As Hitler? Adolf, Adolf Hitler, the Nazi leader. Yes. yes. Um, what? Yes. I mean, okay. I, wa- I watched parts of the trailer. It was on silent, and I was, like, riding on a bus. That's why I really couldn't listen to it. I'm like, I need to watch this later, and I never got around to it. And um, that was released today. I think they released the Harriet Tubman movie today, or maybe that was yesterday, but I know it was trending today. And also, Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Uh, that's the only one I actually did watch. And I'm like, why? How dare you, Mr. Hanks and movie people try to make me feel feels in two and a half minutes? <laughs> I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw like the first 30 seconds. And I was like, I don't know why I'm watching this. I'm going to be there for the movie. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> Bring a tissue box. I, I know it. I just feel it. Ugh, I know it's going to be a tearjerker and I can't wait for it. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it just seems so odd that that. These three movies are pretty, not they're all coming out at the same time, but they are kind of all released trailers around at the same time. Oh, yeah. yeah. About all these real people. Well, Jojo the Rabbit, I'm not really entirely sure what that's about. I just know that Hitler is involved and in hiding behind trees and sitting at a dinner table with this child. I don't, I don't understand. I don't even understand what you just said. Like- I know. I know. These are just clips that I saw. And I'm like, I need to see what this is. But... The way that my schedule was set up today, it just wasn't mm-hmm. allowing for that to happen. And mm-hmm. when I had a moment, I forgot. So I apologize, listeners. That was that was my fault. I take full responsibility for not being knowledgeable to what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to jump ahead. And actually, no, I'm jumping back in time because this was something like, okay, this is something we definitely need to talk about. And I need to know where you stand on this, Courtney, on if you're down or you're just going to watch from the sideline, but on September 20th, there is going to be, uh, I don't want to call it a raid, but people are joining together to storm area 51 mm-hmm. to, mm, and this is an actual term, but to Narat to run the place, mm-hmm. which is, I guess also equivalent to a ninja run, Mm-hmm. In my defense, yes. I first saw it An as anime Sonic ninja run. Right, right. 
in my mm-hmm. defense, I first saw this as uh, Sonic the Hedgehog in the Dreamcast version. Oh, he would run this way. Uh-huh. And then I, for, for a brief moment, because I was still a child, still young, I would run this way as well, thinking that it was a bit more aerodynamic. Because, hey, if Sonic is doing it, then maybe there's some logic behind this. Mm-hmm. But I stopped doing it because I look like an idiot. So that's why I don't do it anymore. I also don't do anything that requires a whole lot of running. So yeah. I, I don't know. Do you, when, um, when you were doing your running, your marathoning, did you see anybody doing any... Uh, no, because most people do not do that. Okay. <laughs> it does not help, you know, run it, any faster. No, it, it it doesn't, actually. Okay. Good I mean, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to think what you would do, if anything, if you saw someone running this way. Run the opposite way. Okay. <laughs> because they're crazy, probably. Probably. Which is which is why when I, I got to see the news clip of them talking to the uh, head of this campaign, the organize the event organizer, they actually showed some B roll of him doing this run. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! And and just for clarification, you're talking about the September twentieth um, plan of thousands, literally thousands of folks, allegedly to congregate at the area 51 site to mm-hmm. demand entry right correct okay and there there's actually there's actually even a wikipedia page called storm area one area 51 mm-hmm. they can't stop us all that's because that's the name of the event i mean theoretically it almost sounds like yeah, they could really stop them all if it was like if it was like three million strong. If it was a lot of folks, then what what are they going to do? Right, exactly. What 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 can possibly go wrong? But at the same right. time, at the same time, this is like the United States military. They have they've literally had to kind of prepare, or they are preparing just in case people are stupid enough, mm-hmm. because you know people will be stupid enough to, I don't know, attempt to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they maybe not won't kill them, but probably definitely arrest them. So, yeah, yeah, maybe so. tear gas them. Yeah, tear gas. Um, if there's a huge crowd, but if if it's just a few people trying to jump the fence, maybe they'll just arrest them. Like, no, stop this. Um, yeah. In the meantime, the organizer did say, like, yeah, it is a joke. Like, I, I don't really intend for people to do this, but if there are, if there's going to be a large gathering, he does want to kind of set up like a like a music venue. Like, it would be music venue. Yeah. What, like, a, what a left turn. I mean, it is. It is. It does seem that way for sure. But it does seem like a good idea where this could turn out to be maybe some kind of annual event where people don't actually, I'm, I'm again, I know people are going to be stupid enough that they're actually going to try to storm Area 51. But for the people who do show up anyway, like let's just see what happens, that something will be set up there for them to do. And he wants to set up like a music venue or not a music venue, but like a, like an event, like a like it's a festival or something. So which I'm like, hey, you know, at least you're using your influence for something positive and fun and safe. Hmm. Maybe. Okay. So, well, we'll see how this actually turns out, though. Right. I was just wondering where you stand on this line. Where you be a spectator? 
was there even an interest that you might want to go? Not interested in going for sure. Um, I'm interested in watching this whole thing play out though. Definitely want to see how it goes, but no, it was never even a thought that crossed my mind. Hmm, maybe I should go. No, yeah. no, it wasn't. <laughs> All right. I mean, cause it was brought up by a listener who um, at first I thought that she was enlisting me to go. Mm-hmm. But she, when she was saying we're, you know, we're storming at at dawn or whatever, um, we're bringing a snack lunch or a sack lunch. So I'm like, okay, so that signifies to me it's just just a day event. So we're not going to be uh, breaking down the walls and then encamping inside. Like we are here until you let us let the aliens go. Mm-hmm. So it was just, I guess, break down the walls and then we leave. So I'm like, oh, okay, it's just a day event. But <laughs> I guess that's not quite the case. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a little longer than a day for me because that is New Mexico, whereas I am in Connecticut, and that's a very long, long It's a trip. bit of a little, little bit of a drive, I would yeah, think. Yeah, a little bit. Just at least two or three days if I were to drive, like, by myself. But I knew I know that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, do, I don't quite have the funds together to get a plane to go out there uh, and, you know, be a reporter on the scene. I'm... It's not something I really am looking forward to doing right now. I will watch from a side and see what happens. Yeah. Much well, like I did with Comic-Con. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Gatsby to the folks who are going, like, live your absolute best life. You know, who am it's, I to stop you? I mean, it sounds like that they might be in their terms anyway. Like, this, yeah. this is my best life. I want to be there to be part of the number. Mm-hmm. And probably get a T-shirt like I almost saved one of the aliens or something. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's a shirt that I would sell if I were there, not to, not to be part of the raid, but be a supporter or a spectator. Like I'm, I'm a vendor here. I'm because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's some of the people in town. Uh, there's the the nearby towns like 56 people, and they're trying to prepare now all the rooms in their local hotel, which only has like 13 beds. Mm-hmm. It's already been booked. So. No. <laughs> well, so, if they only had 13 beds to begin with, I mean, that's not hard to do. This is true. So the owner of that hotel, she actually, uh, I think, is renting about 30 acres of land. So people wow. with campers can, like, camp. Man, legally. that's one way to that, capitalism, man. You just, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. You got to. You have to. Uh, there are people, or at least the restaurant there is just trying to make sure they have enough food to accommodate, like, thousands of people. So, I mean, just, just covering your bases, because it's it sounds like it's going to be an event. And I'm I'm just here eating my popcorn, just waiting patiently to see what happens, because mm-hmm. this sounds like it's going to be something. So, yeah. I, yeah. It's going to be something, that's for sure. I wasn't sure if that was something that would fit under spookums or space, but it's just interesting. So it's, it's not necessarily either, either of those. It's just maybe it's definitely interesting. It is. It is. Um, but yeah, back to uh, speaking of space Picard, we got to see a trailer for that come mm-hmm. out of uh, Comic-Con. Um, how do you feel about all these Star Trek things that are coming out? I'm pretty excited, but I admittedly am not 
Um, a big Picard fan only because <laughs> I know we just, talked about this. I know we only talked because about this. I didn't watch like Next Generation. I, I watched it growing up, but I didn't watch it as an adult. So I'm mm-hmm. adult me is not as familiar with Picard. Now I love me some some what's his oh god Patrick Stewart. Um, everything that he does I love, uh, mm-hmm. but I have not watched a whole lot of Next Generation as an adult. So. Like the the trailer looked amazing, but I was like, you know what? These references I ain't getting. So, mm. so <laughs> when you saw when you saw Data's face, that did nothing. That did nothing for you. Not, no. Mm-hmm. So seven. Well, of nine. I knew I knew it was Data, and I was like, oh, Data. But that was it. Like I'm sure that was a big reveal, and that was a big like, oh my god. It, it was. It was. Yeah, not for me. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, he's back. And and the one who got me was seven of nine, which is, yes, he's from Voyager. For yes. those who aren't initiated. Yes. I knew that. <laughs> I tweeted, um, I believe that day, how like she was my first, like one of my first like uh nerd crushes. crushes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This Isn't morning, nice? this morning the actress liked that tweet. Aw. So cute. Yeah, it's full it's come full circle. And, like this day has started out on the best foot because <laughs> my nerd crush liked my tweet about her. So I'm good. Like it just really doesn't get any better than that. It it doesn't, and until like the show comes out, and then she's like in her full glory, saying words, looking beautiful, and just <sighs> I'm like, okay, it's this is now surpassed the tweet, and I will just I I am watching it now definitely because of her because yeah. Well, when is that movie supposed to come out? Um, I don't know, and I think this is a new series. Like this is, is it? Yeah, and it's definitely. CBS All Access, so they're making sure that they hold on to your coins if you have an account. Dang it. But this isn't the only Star Trek show, because not only they're continuing Star Trek Discovery, which is jumping ahead a thousand years, Mm -hmm. like, what is that all about? Now I actually really need to watch the show. And it's not because I don't want to, it's just there's just a whole bunch of other things going on. So I'm really curious how that, why they're jumping ahead a thousand years, what's happening. Um, they are doing another, they're doing an animated Star Trek show called uh, Star Trek Lower Decks. And mm. this, this is a comedy and it's just, it's taking place on a ship that's not really going, it's not doing the big things like the Enterprise is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just showing you what some of the other um, staff, not staff, crew members are doing. Mm-hmm. They're elsewhere staff. The Look, yeah. they're staff. <laughs> they're staff. Yeah, they are staff. Yes, which I am really interested about. I'm like, yeah, I kind of, you know, I never really thought about it, but I was like, what are all those other people doing that that's they they don't necessarily have to be on the bridge, but they're just elsewhere doing whatever on the ship. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm really it. intrigued. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 intrigued. There's um Star Trek shorts, which I'm not sure who or what that is about, but I think there's just like short missions. I don't know if okay. it deals with the Enterprise or if it's just other ships and like, Hey, run a mission. We're doing this thing. It's like a short film kind of thing. I don't know, but it sounds interesting and worth checking out. So those are some other things coming from the Star Trek camp. That's pretty exciting though. I'm very glad to see a resurgence of, of Trek um, interest and, and new Trek stories because I just, I do love Star Trek and, I love what it represents, and I I love 
um, all the iterations. I haven't seen all of them, like in their full entirety, like full seasons. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm aware of all of them. And I just I love it. I'm glad to see it coming back. And um, coming back you know, strong. It's, just, too. <laughs> it's coming back very strong, which is really, really telling of like how powerful and how solid the original um the original series really were so and the original movies um so i'm pretty excited about it and i like i have a lot of like for science i have a lot of research to do for for trek (laughs) i've mentioned blade before Mm -hmm. like i have a lot of catching up to do there's just so much content so much well just with those two universes i mean i got a lot of like review and you know mm-hmm. you know, i gotta refresh my memory on a lot of stuff so but i'm excited like it's if if anything um if i were ever to do anything useful for science this would be it so why not <laughs> <laughs> right and and as like the sentiment was going all weekend it's like a, it's a good time to be a nerd right now man it is oh my it's so popular and so mainstream to be a nerd right now mm-hmm. and to have all the inside information and the mm-hmm. And the right way to go about it is like you're not trying to exclude anyone else who doesn't understand it, and no. you're just and you kind of want welcome, them to join in. Welcome yeah. them in, yeah. It's it's a big it's space for everybody. Come on in. Exactly. I mean, and then when we're talking about Star Trek. That's all about just inclusiveness and bringing you mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you don't have to be, you don't have to be as nerdy as I am about it, but you can if you wanna. Exactly. And and I'll, I will show you the way. And you reach out your hand and you bring them in. Um, and then and, you, cry, you hug and you embrace and you like maybe cry a little and it's okay. A little bit. Yeah. Just just a little bit. I don't want to do too much touching, too much feeling. Yeah. You know, personal space and such. Right. Introverts. You know, yeah, just yeah, yeah. Together, but over there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Apart. <laughs> we can't uh, move on from Star Trek without giving a, a, a huge shout out to our friend Blair Armani, who mm-hmm. was out oh, at, my gosh. at San at comic-con and Ugh. she dressed up killed it she uh cosplayed as uh uh geordie laforge or yes. she had a 3d printed visor as well yes. Ugh, um, so good and she was um mad at her timeline because apparently um lavar burton had like tweeted about her or mm-hmm. i still didn't see the tweets but basically shouted her out and mm-hmm. no one told her until like three hours later uh, i would have told her if i knew about it i had same same like i didn't know yeah because she killed that cosplay like she, she did great oh my gosh she killed it like, did you see it. she later did a music video for reading rainbow because she had a, a no yeah she had a reading rainbow t-shirt i guess underneath That's that great. So she she and a couple of her friends did a quick like music video with the song playing in the background and she's like, you know, picking a book and and <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's great. It's so that sounds so great. <laughs> she's one of those people living her best life. So That's awesome. Yeah, so shout out to you Blair. You you're having a great time and You did that. Yes, you did. And and at some point you do have to come back cuz you you're doing she's doing a whole bunch of things and just living it up. So mm-hmm. And she will occasionally just DM me things that she's doing. Uh, usually they're in a tweet. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, so this is what you're doing. Great. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and that was one of them because she she spammed me a couple times. Just I wasn't getting jealous or anything. Like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not envious of, of what you're doing at all. Yeah. Just admiring from afar. Just like, huh, wow, that's great. But no, I'm so excited for her. So she's 
just doing great things. Um, man, what else happened? Supernatural, which I do not watch, uh, is ending after um, 76 years. It's been on. Uh, or like 80, something like that. 80, I don't know. It's been on since they're, I think they're still the WB, basically. So they're, mm-hmm. it's like, I want to say finally WB? ending. Yeah. WB, um, like what is that? <laughs> Well, well, children, back when I was your age, um, yeah, there was this old, yeah, I can't believe it. It's like, I was wondering when they were going to end, like, maybe they'll never end. They'll just keep going like, like the Simpsons or Jeopardy. I don't know. It's going to keep going because both are literally still going like when, when, when is enough enough? Right. Right. But if it wasn't for like supernatural, like supernatural, what is it? Ran so other shows could walk. I'm trying to think of an example of like that. Falls walk, the- so other shows could w- run. Right. Yes. They walked. So like, uh, what, what is it? Legacies or some, I can't think of CW shows that aren't in the Arrowverse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's charmed, but there's the original charm. Right. So that right. Count. Yeah. That came out before like yeah. supernatural. So yes, it, yes, it did actually. Thank yeah. you for knowing that. I, I mean, it was it was it was the beginning of my TV of like just knowledge because I remember those commercials so clearly, like the lit up WB in the background and people like you're watching the WB and then they're you know they're about to get to their show. So I, I fond memories of before I had cable, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because my options were limited to, and that was like closest I had to like, oh, this is TV for me, where all the cool kids like me hang out. Because mm-hmm. um, I loved Kids WB, because that's where the Animaniacs were and, and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, that's ending. And now I mentioned Supernatural. It's not a show that I watch. I did watch a few episodes of like the first season because my best friend who was living up here in Connecticut at the time, that was her favorite show. And I was subjugated to watch that. <sighs> I mean, I, I didn't hate it. It was just, it was I'm like, okay, I get it. And then I think she started to collect the seasons, but then she just, she just got bored with it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, and it's finally ending now. So yeah, I know. They, I guess they had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> they had a pretty good run, I'd say. <laughs> not too bad. Not too shabby. Yeah, I think the other show that's still going as long, I think, might be Grey's Anatomy. Mm. But mm. I, I it's been going on a while, but I don't know that it's been going on as long. But I don't know. Mm. I don't know either. Seasons two, though. So I don't know. the one that might hold the record or is close to holding the record might be Law and Order SVU. <laughs> I, I think the Simpsons still got it though. Yeah, the Simpsons definitely still still have it, but they're in a different class because they're animation, whereas these are like live action hour dramas. Like right, same main characters, that sort of thing. Right, right. Yeah, and I'm not sure what's going to happen if SUV ever stops because I don't think. And there's there's this whole comedy bit that I need you to see. Like you don't need to see the whole stand up, but John Mulaney does this whole thing about Ice T in mm-hmm. SUV or SVU, sorry, SVU mm-hmm. discovering 
things that criminals do as if it's the first time. Like, Ice-T, you've been on this show for years. How do you still not know exactly, like, what a pedophile does or <laughs> what these... How are, you, um, how are you not able to, like, solve the, right, the crime in five seconds? <laughs> it's it's amazing. And his impression of Ice-T is just uncanny. <laughs> it is hilarious. Mm -hmm. So if I can find that clip and isolate it and send it to you, then mm -hmm. I, I will have to do that because it is it is so worth it. And I'm like, this... It's brilliant. So yeah, that show's been on forever too. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned yeah. all this because you could probably take these shows and all the CSI shows and start your own channel. And I think that is what Ion TV is. Is just like these shows on repeat all the time. Do you have that channel? Oh wait, I don't. No, I don't have cable. So I forgot. Yes, you just, are. It's just me and the streaming channels. You, yeah, you're you're that that newer generation of millennials. Yeah, where we're no, the poorer cutting. generation is more like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. That is what yes, because cable is outrageous and ridiculous. Okay, so side note, so a theory that somebody, several somebodies have said, and I'm just like, you're probably right. They're like, okay, so cable is going is is becoming an obsolete option. Mm -hmm. It's going out the door because. You know, just like CBS has their own streaming service now, HBO is becoming, you know, a thing. Um, Disney is, is launching a thing. I think um, NBC, I don't want to talk about that, but <laughs> eventually they're all going to have their own streaming services. Right. And right. so then, you know, cable will slowly and surely die out. And then what all the individual streaming services are going to do is, or like some other big bad in the sky cloud service in the sky is going to group all of the streaming services together so that you can like have certain pack certain channels in a package and mm -hmm. then basically it's going to be cable all over again it's going to mm -hmm. be this never-ending cycle and i mean there's a there's a couple of streaming services that do this now mm -hmm. um oh what's it called oh like sling tv sling so sling tv does that where you can but it's like a la carte where you can buy certain um, uh, they don't stream. They don't have streaming services, but they have certain cable channels that you can buy um, within a package or you can add um, a specific channel. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of doing the thing. But I feel like this trajectory is is going to for sure happen like you'll have all these individual streaming channels that do their thing and they're eventually going to. Uh, be grouped back up all over again, just like a cable channel. It, it may be more a la carte, but it's going to happen. So you're right. Ugh. And I'm and I'm wondering if if that will end up being called like like it's still cable, but they're going to call it no. This is cloud. Like it's right. just going to take over that term. But it's basically really, going to be cable. <laughs> exactly, it's cable. Like holding a mask. Like oh no, I'm not cable. I'm cloud. And then mm, it's cable's little brother doing exactly, the exact same thing. Exactly. And then you're getting like you're saying all these different packages, and it's it's getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand. Um, I am. <laughs> I'm going to say out loud something that was in one of the chats I'm in. They came up with this idea. Well, it's just a kernel of an idea where they need to come up with something that's like a dating app, but you're looking for people who have some of these streaming services and then you can kind of link up together and like, Hey, I've got Hulu, you've got Netflix. Let's, let's trade. And you, I guess, make accounts for each other. I don't know because all these <laughs> other services are coming and, 
ain't nobody got all all these coins for all of this. Ain't so, nobody got all them coins for all of that. Right. For sure. Because I definitely, definitely want HBO Max because of everything that it has to offer. Mm-hmm. But I feel I not that I, I jumped the gun because I had no idea this was coming. And but HBO Max offers DC Universe, which I recently got from my father. And yeah. I'm like, huh, if I only waited, then well, then again, I don't really know when this is coming out. I think it's coming out sometime next year. And I'm also mentioning that because at Comic-Con they uh, showed Harley Quinn, which is an animated series, which actually looks really good. And hmm. I'm, not, I'm not even that crazy about the character, but the, the people that they have voicing characters in that show like is like, oh, wow, they've they got some talent behind this. This looks yeah. this looks enjoyable. It looks like it's my kind of humor. So I'm I'm intrigued. But also all the other stuff that HBO Max has. I mean, obviously HBO shows, um, a lot of Warner shows, uh, Friends. I, we talked about this last episode, but there was just more things that sweetened the deal that I saw at Comic Con. <sighs> so I'm I'm mentally embracing, not embracing, but preparing if that's something that I'm going to take on, or if I'm going to have to try to find someone who's like, hey, I got one of these services that you want. How about, you know, you get their service and I get I give you a little a little service, a little access to the service on the side that I have, and, you know, mm-hmm. make a little barter system going on. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how that works out. So mm-hmm. that's uh, well, that was my way of getting around to talking about Harley Quinn, because that was one of the other things I saw a trailer for that I liked. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting a one of the another big tent things. That happened. I'm trying to think. Go through if it had to do with Marvel, because again, Marvel they released pretty much Phase Four, some of the stuff in Phase Five, but without actually telling us exactly what it was. Because um, definitely sequels for Black Panther are coming. Um, Doctor Strange. That was what you and I were geeking about. Oh about. yes, 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 yes. How could I even? Uh, because who is supposed to be joining Doctor Strange? Was Scarlet it? Witch. Yes. <laughs> well, but, okay. So this is the question I have for you, though, because this is supposed to be uh, their first scary movie. Like, this is going to be a gothic horror. So I'm pretty excited about that because I don't know what that looks like for them. Um, okay. I feel like Blade is going to be rated R, it, as as I feel it should be. Mm-hmm. Um so the, that's that's a thing. Well, no, I think well, the first two were the third one, which I'm not sure everyone acknowledges. <laughs> and I have not watched it in a long time, and I've I've been hearing stories since it's come out of how production for that movie went. Mm, so okay. I kind of I kind of want to go back and and kind of revisit it. And I and let me get this this right as well. I do want to give props to Wesley Snipes. I did make a tweet oh, yeah. like I didn't care, but I do care. Because the news of, of Mahershala Ali being cast and uh, like, well, has anybody checked on Wesley Snipes? Has he said anything? Right. As of today, as of today, he's completely cool with it. He's like, he's honestly, he's cool with it. But Good. I mean, he's he's kind of, mm, it's, it's time to pass the torch. <laughs> it, it, I, I do you know agree. Yeah. Like it's, it's time. And I'm with everyone else. I mean, I definitely do hope that they do give him oh, a... Yeah. You know his props, or maybe a cameo, something, or something. Something, but something. But also, it's on the path of torch, you know. Mm-hmm. And the more, like, as soon as they announced Mahershala, I'm like, I see it. Like, mm-hmm. and it makes sense. Yeah, 
it, it just it just does like it no i don't want to seem like I'm, I'm saying like yeah you look like you could be half vampire but he kind of has that look like naturally like he could he, i mean he really does favor um wesley snipes when they you know put him in the costume and everything mm-hmm. um so i see it i i think he's gonna knock it out of the park i just i, I do too he's amazing he's an amazing actor as it is i just I mean, and he, he's got two little gold statuettes to, you know, just exemplify that. I mean, he ain't <laughs> just chopped liver, you know, he's, he, he is somebody. So, and, and you see you what know. Marvel does. They go after the like, oh, you've, uh, you've been in some big things. You've got some, some hardware behind you. And yeah. Oh, so you want to, you want to be in our little project here? Okay, great. Thank you. Yeah. And then that project blows up in a exactly. good way. Because the Captain Marvel has an Oscar. Um, not the movie. I'm just talking about just uh, Brie Larson. Right. Um, yeah, they've they've got some heavy I hitters. I mean, if nothing else, Marvel is amazing at casting for their movies, and they're yes. spot on. And well, for the most part, I mean, you know, <laughs> there's there's a couple of iffy ones where it's just like, really, did you, you know, Storm? Like, oh so, well, that, that wasn't that wasn't Marvel Marvel like proper Marvel. Oh right, because that was Fox, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, yes. it's okay. So it's we okay. still have a chance to get a real storm. Oh, we do. God. We do. That's right because the mutants are. Oh yeah, they did. <laughs> ah, it's all coming back to me now. I'm so excited. Uh, um. Oh yes, that's the other thing I was ex- really excited about. Monica Monica Rambeau. Yes, Monica Rambeau. It's My. My other, yeah. my yeah. other bay, my other uh, screen bay, who way back since Mad Men, which is a good show, but not a show that I would rewatch because of how dramatically dramatic it is. Um, it's it's a great show. It's it's um, lots of drama, great acting, the mm-hmm. attention to detail for every scenery. But like later in in I think I want to say it's season five. It's in the the latter half of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are introduced to Tyona Paris who mm-hmm. is the main character, Don Draper's secretary mm-hmm. and um, a reoccurring black woman in the Woo-hoo! show. Like one of the few that's on there. Like, cause it's set in the sixties or right. something. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, it was, I would say it was very progressive, like at, at that, in that time, cause it's, it was a period show. So it was kind of progressive kind of thing, but it was just awesome to see her there. Cause like I was just, I didn't realize it at the time, like, wow, there sure are a lot of white people, <laughs> but that really just showed you how white that, that culture was. And to show that there was a black woman entering it. Mm-hmm. And Big what, deal. Yeah. What I would want to see. And this is something I believe you and I have talked about. I maybe have put out in the universe a couple of times, but what's, the not the black version of that show would be, but what's in, in a sense, yeah, maybe the black version of that show, but kind of taking from her point of view, um, Don Draper's character did have a black, uh, like a housemaid who had disappeared, or maybe she might have left. I don't remember what happened, why she was no longer on the show, but mm-hmm. I had wanted to see a series based on her character or even, um, the character named Dawn that was her character on the show, mm-hmm. uh, what their life was like. In the 60s, because I know it definitely wasn't like how Don's life was Mm-mm. being a straight white male, just head of everything. So mm-hmm. I would love to see a show centered around black people in the 60s 
with that much detail that Mad Men has, like that nuanced level of of a you know detail. So that's it's kind of my pitch, which I do have some some I some ideas sketched out somewhere. But yes, kudos to her because she's blown up. She's been steadily increasing, and now she is Monica in the MCU in the MCU. Mm-hmm. So we are. I'm excited. That's the other reason why I was excited about WandaVision. I completely forgot to to mention that. A thousand apologies. Please forgive me, Miss Paris. <laughs> you are you are lovely and amazing. Um, so the thing I've been putting off, I don't, I didn't mean to, but we we I told you we were going to talk about The Lion King because that movie came out <sighs> recently. <laughs> that was the longest sigh. Um, it was highly anticipated, I would say, among us black folk because, um, I mean, a lot of people were anticipating it because we were big fans of the movie, but we were also like, should this be done? Should we really <laughs> making this, this live action? That's been my question from the very beginning of the stupid capitalism-driven um like stint of Disney. I mean, how and, do you really feel? And it it <laughs> remains that question remains. Now, I, I will say the um, I'm just going to say the best parts that I liked because we here at the Indu Podcast we like to be positive and you know share the happier things. And I liked any role that a comedian had, specifically mm-hmm. Timon and Pumbaa. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed uh, Beyonce's inspired album, The Gift, mm-hmm. uh, and um, and I thought it just it looked for the most part pretty cool. The movie, I mean, just you know, visually like well done, and um, yeah, I would I would I would say yeah that that's I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. Like I it was. It was okay. It was the okayest movie. It was the okayest movie of 2019, I'd say. Yes. Yes. Because there are, there are okayer movies, like, in general. But, like, this is one that, like, I okay, I saw it. Like, this, this is a movie. They put a lot of money in this. There's a lot of great voice work for some people. Um, for some um, people. What my, did you just say? There is some great voice work for some people. In this movie. <laughs> for like two people. Three people. Yeah. Four, two, four. Four, maybe. Yeah, maybe four. Um, five, if we count like the veteran, um, who the OG. Well, he was uh, the number one choice. What are you talking about? Well, I was including the other four because I, I didn't include him first. I'm sorry. It was <laughs> it was backwards because I was thinking of Timon and Pumbaa first. Me too. And then, and then I then thought of um, Young Nala. Oh, she did. She did fine. She did all right. Okay. And then James Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, I thought okay, and I can never remember or pronounce his name properly. Uh, so for that, I apologize. But the the voice actor for Scar. Okay, Chewie Ejiofor. Yes. Chewie Tell Ejiofor. Yes. Yes. I thought he did well. Now I've heard a lot of like slander saying that he didn't do the he didn't do the the part justice i actually really liked him i i really did i i did too and i think what was wrong for me was and this is more of a personal thing but it was like more nostalgia sake like i almost want them to say it word for word and like hit the same inflections that their predecessors hit Mm -hmm. um 
And even when the song Be Prepared came out, it was more of a, of a not an actual song, but a, oh, there's a word for it. I feel like. Warning. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like Berta would know exactly what the word I'm looking for. It's almost like a sting for this song, like a, a mm. hint of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's not the full like chorus and the hyenas aren't singing along with you, but it was a little different because he was more convincing them. Whereas it seemed like before in the, in the animated version, the hyenas were already, were already with him. Mm-hmm. Whereas he had to come out and was like, Hey, why don't you guys get with me and we'll eat together. Um, and by the way, there are no spoilers because this is the animated version, just live action. Like this is pretty much 95% the same. So, mm-hmm. So, and I've heard that that has, is, so, okay, well, let me ask you this. Did you appreciate that being the case or were you expecting some, them to kind of go off book or what? Like, you know, that's, that's partly the thing. Like, I'm, I'm not even sure because uh, the movie, when we talked about it before, and before we even recorded this, I kept comparing it to a recent Disney remake, Aladdin, mm-hmm. and how how surprised I was. Where that is still same, it still followed the same model, like the same story. Mm-hmm. It was just there was a freshness and a difference about it, and it was just a lot more fun and dare I say magical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Maybe they had a lot more to do with Will Smith. I don't know, but mm. even it wasn't even totally him. It was just, just everything about it. Like it was, it was more fun and entertaining than it it needed to be. It should have like, it felt like that should have been how we, how the Lion King ended up being like, I should have been let down by Aladdin and Lion King. And like, Oh wow. It was everything. But yeah. And I'm wondering though, because, because like you said, Lion King was basically 95% of, of how the original movie was shot, like almost shot for shot. And in some cases, I, I, I really appreciated that. But I'm wondering too. if like, like at the very beginning, the circle of life intro was perfect. It was like shot for shot what it was in the original animated version. And I love that. And I mm-hmm. wouldn't have changed anything about that, honestly. But I wonder if some of the bad reviews and some of the ways that we're feeling about this movie <laughs> is because it really was a shot for shot for the most part, shot for shot for the entire movie. There was no very little deviation from the original script. There's some improv here and there, some updated mm-hmm. jokes or whatever. Like right. Ed, I was really happy that Ed the hyena was not like this not like he was in the original movie. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I will say. I, I was I was appreciative of that. But mm-hmm. I mean I wonder if Although I, I will say that Ed is funnier to me. Really? But it, I don't know. I feel like it doesn't age well though. I, I, I could see that. But I mean, I can just hear him laughing, and then for whatever reason, that I do appreciate the laugh. Like the laugh was kind of everything, and I feel like I don't know. But he actually had lines, so he yeah he he had lines, and yeah, everything was mediocre in this movie. But again, I wonder if that has to do with the fact that the movie really was, for the most part, a shot for shot remake of of the original. You know, there was very little deviation. And the thing that we had had agreed on what it was is it was like these are instead of actually voice acting, that just sound like they were reading lines. Like reading you could really script. tell they were just. Mm-hmm. 
these are line reads with little emotion. Well, and, and I was very, I felt very validated because after we had talked about it, of course I had to go find like some other reviews <laughs> that people had written and published online. And right. very, like the first one that I pulled up said exactly what I was saying that like the, the anime or excuse me, the, the emotions that were expressed in the characters. Now we're talking about animal characters, of course, but right. they are still characters. You choose to to highlight them <laughs> and they are animals. Yes, but they still have emotions because we're mm-hmm. human and we need emotions to, to relate to them. And so in the original, you could definitely see the emotions. You could feel it. You could hear it in their voices. And in, you could feel the love that night. That's for you sure. You could feel the love <laughs> that night. Okay. And so, in this in this version, it just felt like these animals were not emoting. The, mm-hmm. and, and I feel like you, we were listening to like disembodied voices throughout the entire thing, except for a couple of occasions. But mm-hmm. like the the times where it counted, we did not feel any emotion from mm-hmm. the voice actors. And <sighs> see, and and speaking of the feeling of love tonight, that song plays during the daytime. That wasn't even the biggest offense for me. Like. Oh sure. yeah! Oh my God! What was that? <laughs> what? How? Oh my God! How did I forget that? That's the biggest offense of all. Like, well, it wasn't even at night. What? I mean, yeah, you you really. I want to say you only had one job, but at the same time, like, eh, whatever. Because uh, that the that's one thing. Movie, like, if that's if that's what we're gonna focus on, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and that was something that was spoiled before I even went to see it. Like, this scene doesn't even take place at night. I'm like, what? It's, it's I know, got this, yeah, got I tonight right too. in the title, and um, and literally, there's the sun shining right over there, right throughout the whole song, and even when the song is over, it's still daytime. So still daytime. They didn't even attempt <laughs> to make it night, like. Really? So then if they did a remix, I think it would be a, a peppier version. Can you feel the love today? And then that, that would be the, because the, it was a daytime. So that's why they would have to do a remix of that. that and they got make, two musicians mm-hmm. right there. So that would, make it, that would make it worse. <laughs> it would make it worse. Yes. But what, what would have made it better is if they incorporated a couple more songs from The Gift, from Beyonce's The Gift within this. Sure. Um, and I think the other part that was missing and this hit me when I was thinking about Aladdin is when Will Smith doing the genie, he had even uh, acknowledged like, yeah, I, there's no way I can do Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. I have to do, I have to make this my own. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they needed to do it with the Lion King. Like these people, they needed to make these characters their own thing. But instead of trying to like recreate that, uh, what they had before them, just maybe pay homage to it, but make it their own. And I think maybe Seth, uh, I almost said Seth MacFarlane, um, okay. Seth, Seth Rogen and um, Billy Eichner. I think that's what they did with their characters because it really did. It really felt like it was a, a Seth character. Like Pumbaa was like, OK, he really took that role and, and I felt he was really perfect for it. Um, he even got his signature laugh in there, which it always makes me laugh whenever I hear him laugh because <laughs> he's just kind of. Yeah, he's great at that. Yeah. So so I think that's what they should have done in order to make it more of their own. Um, sure, the line reads came off emotionless but it's also like voice acting is a difficult job to do because you then all get you somebody have is your who voice can do it it's disney it's not like ugh. it's you're right you're right it's not like they can't afford <laughs> oh my they, god and, and, our actors like <laughs> I, know. I know okay i know why they picked who they picked all right i understand that it's it's a marketing thing you got to bring in the you got to bring in the money i get it 
But oh my god, but y'all also terrible reviews. Bring in a voice director. Someone is like, bring, okay, yes, bring you in did a good voice job. coach. Like, yes, it's like, you, you got it. Okay, that was a good run. Okay, now this time, now stronger. This time. Right? I don't know. Crack a whip in the background if you have to. Whatever it takes to get them. <laughs> Just because you have talent, you have talent. Folks who are talented in one area does not mean that it automatically translates into other areas and this is a prime example listen (laughs) we are we are not built to be able to do everything and even if we attempt to do everything we have that that right just as a human Mm -hmm. but if we want to be good at those things that we attempt to do we need people to help us along the way it doesn't automatically just come naturally to us in most cases Mm -hmm. and this is a prime example of that exactly I mean, we sound like we're bashing it, but we're not. These are no, these are these are critiques. These this it's is how you would make it better. You know, when when you enter into the creative atmosphere and you put your art out there, you are opening it up to critiques and and to um, feedback. And this is this is it. Like, and I and I wanted Lion King so bad to be what it should have been, and it just to me it just didn't add up to that. Right. And I think that was like the hardest, the hardest part, because we were all felt kind of let down, like, oh, we wanted better than this. <laughs> we deserve better than this. You know? Right. I mean, with the, with the caliber of of actors that, that were there and just the talent, like it should have been better. But we got and what we got. It wasn't terrible. It just it just wasn't it just wasn't great. Yeah. Our expectations, I guess, were too high. And see, my expect. Listen. This whole this whole thing that they're doing with this remake, you know, Disney's just on this kick of remaking the originals, mm-hmm. making them live action. Like, knock yourself out, I guess. I'm not on board, <laughs> but I know. in cases like this... You're not this, alone. In cases like this where I'm forced to watch the movies that come out, okay, fine. Um, so my... Honestly, my expectations weren't even that high, and it still kind of got below that. So... Mm. Uh, yeah i wanted i wanted to like it since i was there i was like well i might as well you know i hope i have a good time and right and yeah i mean i did get a couple chuckles so again i don't hate the movie and that's why we're saying it's the okayest movie of 2019 it's not terrible (laughs) like you should you should watch it but at you know some time that you don't I don't know how to even put it. Like I even had a hard time recommending it to people because I'm like, if yeah. Aladdin's still playing, go see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And I didn't want to mention it, but only because we were talking about expectations and, and setting expectations. Someone asked me about uh, Scarlet, not Scarlet, Witch, um black widow. And if I was going to go see that and spend money on it. And because people were tweeting about, there's people who are talking about this movie and trashing it. And then they're They're the ones that are going to show up and see it. Like, like, Oh yeah. Weekend. yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to come out and say that's me. Cause yeah, I will talk trash about it, but I'm also going to be there and I'm going to see it. And that will also give me more, uh, what's the word? Just I, I'll be able to. I can talk trash because I did see it. So, um, my expectations, as I put to someone else, are just below the floorboards to see mm-hmm. this movie. So mm-hmm. I'm not. I it really needs to work hard to impress me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if I leave disappointed, I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. So my expectations aren't very high. So I'm going to say for that. But I did hear on a podcast someone call. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, uh, their I guess their favorite problematic bay. So I kind mm-hmm. of 
liked that term because I've always been a I had been a fan of her before her shenanigans started getting out of hand. Um, yeah, I really like her voice. Yeah. So her, the movie her is a movie that I enjoyed because it's just her voice. <laughs> right. <sighs> so I just she she just keeps being problematic and it's like just stop talking yeah just don't things, talk anymore things would be so much better if you just stopped talking we would really love you even more if you just stop talking yes. outside of movies at least you know what i mean like oh yeah speak, yeah just speak in the movies because we love your voice and you have do... like this you have this swagger but god your idea mm. your your thoughts uh, <laughs> what <laughs> just, uh, there's too much access to some of these people and yeah. like like one of my favorite Kanye West years was that one year he did no press. He didn't talk to anybody. He didn't have a cell phone. I'm like, mm. okay, do more of that. Mm-hmm. Do less talking mm-hmm. to people. Just let your art speak talk for you. Talk less, smile more. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, great job with the uh, Hamilton callback. So <laughs> before we wrap up this episode, I had promised a story, which I, which you were the only one who actually called me out on it, um, of uh, how to deal, I guess, with a crank caller. Mm-hmm. Um, some years back, I remember I was working at Walmart. I worked third shift and one day out of the blue, someone crank calls me and using some bizarre accent of some sort like, Hey, your pizza's here. Uh, you ordered a pizza. And I'm like, um, yeah, I did. Now <laughs> a little background here because I'm, I think I was actually still going to school at the time, but even before that I've taken a, a number of improv classes and there are like three rules, three of them. I can't always, can, I think one rule is to always say yes mm-hmm. and then yes. And, and mm-hmm. commit to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's several other rules, but they're like, those three main ones. And I think maybe those are the three main ones. So it's always yes. And meaning you agree to it, you add to it. Mm-hmm. And you commit to it. So you just have to follow through whatever idea, whatever, whoever comes up with whatever you add to it and just commit to it. So this guy, he calls me saying, hey, you order this pizza? I'm like, oh, yeah, the one with the pepperoni and everything. You're <laughs> here. So and, and then that, that's basically how it started, because he was I don't know exactly what the whole point of it was, but. We ended up having a whole conversation of him <laughs> trying to convince me that he was outside. And I kept telling him, I was like, well, the door is open. You can come on in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually hadn't left my room at the time because I knew nobody was there. But, right. like, but I just wanted to see what he would do. And what he didn't know was I had time because it was about maybe <laughs> 7 o'clock. I didn't have to go to work till 10. Uh-huh. I was already wide awake. And I'm like, oh, okay. I have nothing else to do right now. So, sure. Let's, let's chat. Um, and he kind of kept, he eventually lost his accent and at least three <laughs> or four times, he was like, why are you pissed at me? And I'm like, I don't know. You called me. Why, why should I be pissed at you? Well, you sound, you, he was asking you why you were pissed at him or why, why I wasn't. Oh. Why I, yeah. Cause oh. we were still talking. It was like maybe a half an hour later. And he was asking me like, why are you, why are you not mad? And oh. eventually he got mad at me because I was not <laughs> mad at him. That's good. And, yeah, and eventually, I think he may have hung up, or we maybe uh, am- am- amicably said goodbye to each other. I don't remember. I do. At some point, the conversation did end because it had to, and you know, I did have to go to work and have a real life where some people don't um, <laughs> and prank call people. But yeah, and that's always been that since that day. It's always kind of been a fun game to me. And yes, I had been crank called again, not by that person, but by someone else. Some girl, I guess, maybe found seriously. Seriously. Um, wow, you didn't tell me about that. Yeah, this this happened 
I don't know, maybe like a year or so later. Um, and I wasn't sure if it was because one of my friends lost her phone and they might have pulled my number from the phone. I wasn't sure, but I was actually trying to dig by, again, saying yes and um, and agreeing to things. Um, I don't remember that conversation as well because that one didn't last as long. But mm-hmm. but it definitely, I don't think people even crank call people anymore. But if if that does happen, that is what you do. You just agree to everything that they say as long as you're not giving up any information of your, you know, anything pertinent. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do have time, but <laughs> that is, that is some way to kind of just reverse just the whole outlook. Cause it could be fun. And that's what I did. I just had fun with it. Cause I'm like, I don't have anything to do right now. I'm, I'm waiting to like, I might've been watching some movie that was boring anyway. So I'm like, this is more entertaining. I'm going to go with this for right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, make a new friend who, apparently doesn't like, want to be your friend <laughs> no they didn't want to be my friend because i even brought up the fact that's the other thing too is remembering details and then even adding details of your own yes because i'm yes. like yeah this this pizza is are you still outside so you know just <laughs> ask questions like that yeah and and just just reminding them it's like hey you called me so you must have time so right. let's, let's do this um <laughs> the closest i Guess what happened, and this also happened recently, where someone DM'd me on Twitter, and I guess maybe it was catfishing me, or trying to at least, and giving me all these details about um, being, I don't know, South Africa, or just some African country, but they were selling antiques or trading antiques, I don't know, but I I don't know, I just kind of kept all this information, kept going, and and because uh, they eventually got to what they wanted and like, Hey, let's talk. And there was someone who I guess maybe was interested in dating, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And like, we could actually talk. You can, um, what is your, your username and your password for your cell phone? And I'm like, Oh, well, I mean, first of all, normally you might want to ask me out to dinner first before we <laughs> kind of exchange information like that. Uh-huh. But, um, but they're like, yeah, my uncle works for Verizon and we could just like put our numbers together so we can talk for free. And I'm like, well, that's what Skype is for. We could Skype if you want. And like, no, Skype isn't free. And I'm like, hmm, uh, last I checked, I didn't really pay anything to use it, but no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, and I even initiated or or even said, okay, let's Skype at such and such a time. And, and like, okay, we'll do that. It never happened. And I've never talked to this person since. Uh, so yeah, I was, I was a little let down because I'm like, this is a fun conversation that's going on. And this was going on for a couple days, like back and forth for a little bit. And like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm shopping with my grandmother. I'm like, oh, out in Africa? So yeah, because <laughs> um, they, they, they told me they were from the Bronx, gave me a whole mm-hmm. address and everything. Like, oh, wow. do, you, do you want me to like... That's weird. Yeah, it was very weird. And there was already enough red flags because this Twitter account... Um, had no tweets, but had like 55 like old white men that followed that that Mm-mm. that they were following and me. No. So no. yeah, so I knew from the from the very beginning there's something up with this character. So let's see where this goes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was that was interesting. So the moral of the story is if you ever get crank called or if you have time and someone spams you, just just say yes and and see what happens. <laughs> And that was brought to you by um, One Direction. I don't I have no idea who that was. So I, don't know. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say it was some kind of K-pop band. I don't know what that was. Sure. Anyway, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was my um, my uh, my crank call story. And much credit and kudos to all the improv classes I had over the years because that's what helps get through. Just just say yes and commit. Yes, and 
Yes, and that's true. So yeah, um, any anything you want to shout out or or say or anything? Uh, well, if you want to follow me on the Twitters, you can catch me at I am K Hinton, where you can find me chatting about anything MCU related anything Tessa Thompson related mm-hmm. um, and probably about Letterkenny which is a, <laughs> an amazing Canadian show that is now stringing, streaming on Hulu uh, as well as Crave TV but that's a Canadian service um, mm-hmm. it's just get Hulu if you're in the Americas you can mm-hmm. find it there um, it's amazing and it's hilarious. season seven's on the way Woo-hoo-hoo! so excited like in October right yeah Oh, so you already know. Oh, okay. I do already know. <laughs> of course I already know. But yeah, so yeah, hit me up. All right, yeah. Um, I should watch that tonight. Like I started okay. re-watching it. I mean, I didn't even finish whatever last season I was on. Um, what I have been watching, I've been watching Euphoria. I'm all caught up with, well, I'm almost caught up with that. I just got mm-hmm. last night's episode. And um Big Little Lies, which just finished. They just wrapped their season. Everyone was talking about it, and I'm a little upset because I was behind, and I'm trying to catch up because, again, Meryl Streep, these, there are some children on the show. I don't think they realize how blessed that they are, <laughs> that they get to share a scene with the Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's like literally her, and ugh, uh, I wish. I mean... I think the only thing that might be bigger is if somehow the MCU brings her into the, the <laughs> That'd fold. Be amazing. I don't know what I, I think we'll just collectively just pass out. Like, okay, there's nothing we can do now. We just, just die. It's done. Like wrap it up. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's what I've been trying to catch up on. And Legion, please. If you have not been watching the show, this, this last season is insane. So yeah, Courtney, we, we will, we'll discuss this later. Okay. <laughs> Because, goodness gracious, um, I think I want to say like two episodes left of the season of the show, the series. But I will be doing a special wrap up of this the show when it ends. So be on the lookout for that and other things. But yes, follow me on all things at Indube. Go to the Indube.com to find the T Public Store for merch, Patreon to support and get perks. Ask us questions by emailing IndubePod at gmail.com or tweet us like a good friend. Uh, Tasia, hopefully I pronounced your name right. I'm so sorry, but you've been a, a, a loyal friend and listener to the show. You gave me a very beautiful review. Um, and Courtney, I didn't want to, I meant to send this to you. I'm so sorry I did not send this to you because I wanted you to share on this. I almost got a little tear in my eye. Um, oh my God, where is it? Uh, I actually photoshopped, not photoshopped it, screen grabbed it so I could share it. Um, and it's very short, and, and my mind is going blank to what it said, because <laughs> I don't want to mess it up. So, do do do. Nope, that was today. Screenshots. That's what I was looking for. Thank you for making quality content. So who, yeah, I know um, I know it was super short, but that's what she okay. said. <laughs> who who said that? That was uh, at uh, Napchural underscore may mm-hmm. so or nice. Tasia. we met her in in baltimore yes i so, remember 
Yes. Okay. Just, just yeah. making sure. Just making sure. Yeah. So she's a, a, a great friend and listener of the show. We thank you so much. So if you do want to send us more love or or what have you, you can tweet at me at Indu or you can send it to IndoPod at gmail.com. And, you know, we love you too. Oh, yeah. And please comment on iTunes uh, or Apple Plat- pay- that playlists. Oh, what am I trying to say? Apple Podcasts is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Spotify doesn't have that feature yet, as far as I know. Google Play, Stitcher. Thank you so much for supporting, listening, stopping by, and pressing play. Tell someone you value that you value them. Live without regrets and live for the folks you love. I've been your benevolent host, Dee Sterling Watson. And remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to Christmas music today. Just want to let you know. <laughs> I'm ready for Christmas. It's July and I have the fever. I'm so ready for Christmas. The Indu Podcast is recorded in a studio somewhere on planet Earth. The Indu Podcast is part of the Indu Network. And if you'd like to get in contact with the Indu Podcast, please email indubpod at gmail.com. That is indubpod at gmail.com. You can find the Indu Podcast on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course Podbean, or wherever podcasts may be procured. If you'd like to find out more information, please visit Indube.com, where you can find our store, the blog, and of course, our Patreon, if you'd like to support and donate and find more perks and fun things to listen to and watch. For Chief, DJ Joe Daddy, Billford, this is T. Sterling Watson signing off. Thank you so much for listening. Use your words, Chief. <laughs> Good boy. This has been another... 3SFX Production.